Welcome to Common Ground, a podcast series discussing new research and interesting projects in the field of complementary medicine. Hello, my name is Jackie Fay, Head of Education at Vitaly. Vitaly is a digital platform, a health professional resource and a distribution service all in one. Firstly, I'd like to begin by acknowledging the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians on the land on which we gather here. I would also like to pay my respect to their elders, both past, present and emerging. Today on Common Ground, I'll be discussing practice-based research networks with Dr Amy Steele. Dr Amy Steele is a naturopath and senior research fellow at the Australian Research Centre in Complementary and Integrative Medicine, University of Technology, Sydney, and is ranked Australia's number one complementary medicine researcher. She holds editorial appointments for a number of of journals, has authored over 250 peer-reviewed publications, and edited three special journal issues and three research books. Her methodological interests encompass mixed methods research, implementation science, knowledge mobilisation, applied health services research, and practice-based clinical research. Welcome back to Common Ground, Amy. Thank you so much, Jackie. It's very exciting to be here. Thank you. So, Amy, what can you tell me about practice-based research networks and what makes Pracky so unique? Well, to start with, practice-based research networks are a kind of research infrastructure that helps to connect clinicians who are out in the world providing care to people in the community and researchers and um, to allow important questions that are important and actually make sense in the in real world clinical practice to be investigated through research but also for researchers to undertake their study their work in settings that are actually relevant to to the real world so it's bringing bringing those two really crucial worlds together to make sure that the research that's produced is as applicable as possible and as meaningful as possible to the people who are on the ground who are most likely to use the new knowledge generated from that research. So that's the principles of them. But what they actually are is it is a network where you have uh, a cluster, a group of of clinicians um, on the ground who've agreed to be involved in some sort of research in the future. And they connect with and are kind of held in the database by a, by the, a research organisation and working with those researchers in the, that, that organisation to um, facilitate future research. So it's all, it's all, it's kind of, I'd almost describe it as like a, a dating service for researchers and, and clinicians. Right. Of providing an infrastructure and an opportunity for when researchers really want to study a particular topic or condition or, or practice, then they have access to clinicians who are already have put their hand up and said, oh, I'm open to be being approached to do research. Um, but equally, those clinicians can have some confidence that the researchers who are approaching them have actually gone through a bit of a quality control and a vetting process. Because if you're a clinician and you haven't got a lot of experience in research, it can be really, you can be uncertain about whether or not the people conducting the research have got all the right checks and balances in place mm. and if they're doing it with the right intentions in mind. And so the the practice-based research network um, administration helps to kind of vet those inquiries before they come through so a clinician can have some confidence that if they're being asked to participate in something, it's something worth participating in. All right, okay. And so what, re- what research has been produced so far from Pracky? Well, Pr- Pracky is, is um, 
a complementary medicine practice-based research network. And it's actually the world's largest practice-based research network for complementary medicine. It's got the, the biggest in terms of the number of professions that it encompasses. Um, and it's um, it's produced a whole bunch of research. One of the um, unique features, because you sort of did ask me that before, I didn't really answer that question, but it taps into the sort of research we've produced. One of the unique features of PRACI and the way that, that Arkham set up our PBRNs um, is that we set them up with the, um, in a way that allows a lot of flexibility of research designs. The PBRNs have come from, from the US. Well, when I say come from, that's probably where they're most established. But most of the ones that come from the US are set up in clinics that are well and truly embedded in the health system, all use the same clinical um, case management data, um, all use the same file, uh, you know, clinical, pro, um, clinical management programs. And they're, they're just much more, um, it, as a result, they, they capture a lot of data really readily but the data that they capture is all the same data all the time. And so they don't have the same flexibility to be able to adapt and ask unique research questions that maybe they weren't originally capturing the data for. Right. So the sort of research that Pracky has produced has really been quite diverse. Um, there's been you know, everything ranging from clinical research, examining outcomes associated with um, you know, specific interventions like massage therapy for, for low back pain, all the way through to qualitative research with interviewing our naturopaths, nutritionists about how they approach supporting patients with cardiovascular disease and, and you know, lots of surveys of clinicians to help um, really capture their clinical expect expertise and practices around treating specific conditions. And that information being a really useful resource then for being able to focus in and target where should we put our next range of clinical trials, even if they're done outside of a clinical setting, no, right. um, by, by helping to, to lean on all of that, that embodied knowledge that a clinician builds up over time working on a particular condition. Um, but we've also done some really great studies involving patients of complementary medicine practitioners and capturing their experiences of consulting with a CAM practitioner, um, a nat naturopath, massage therapist, and got things around acupuncturists looking at how they, the experience that they have of, you know, the, the quality of care, the empowerment that they receive, the education they receive from their, their practitioners. So there's such a diverse range of research that has already been produced from Pracky mm. um, that is really, um, uh, it, it's one of the things that makes Pracky such an invaluable contribution to um, all of our professions. Mm. When the um, COVID-19 pandemic, um, yeah, two years ago, first occurred, was the rapid reviews, was that part of a Pracky research sort of project or was that something separate? Uh, no, that was part of the World Naturopathic Federation. Oh, okay, um, gotcha. It was another project as well. So, um, yeah, the, certainly um, key members of the, the Pracky Steering Committee were actively involved in that project, but it okay. wasn't um, part of Pracky directly. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. So what impact has um, this research had for the profession, the Pracky research had? Oh, um, it's it's really far-reaching. So we've had direct um, benefits through um, things like the recent NHMRC review, uh, re-review mm, yes. of private health insurance yes. rebates. Yes, yes. Um, the, one of the issues that, as we know, we had last time with the review is that they um, they took a really limited um, 
but also broad definition of what was naturopathy in terms of defining those um, defining its evidence. Um, and so one of the feedback that they had was like, you can't just assess it by its whole systems. We use a whole range of therapies and treatments. And so they actually used the data from Prachy to identify what were the most commonly used therapies and treatments right. that of naturopaths so that they can then use that as a structure to, to feed into their review. Um, and so, so that, that's, that's one of the direct impacts of, of, of the, the, the work of Prachy. Mm. Um, we've also done some of the studies that we've done um, is um, the study I talked about in terms of cardiovascular um, treatment, naturopathic treatment of cardiovascular illness. That work has been really important as well because it um, it's one of the first studies. It was actually replicated in, in a US naturopathic population and we did focus groups in Australia. Then we built out a survey that was run in US and Australia. And one of the things that came out of that, which was really interesting, is that there's actually a lot of similarities between how US and Australian naturopaths treat oh. and support cardiovascular disease. There are there are some differences as well. Yeah. There are a lot of similarities. And I think that was a really important finding because there's been a lot of confusion over the years about whether or not the training in the US and Australia is comparable. And it's really showing that that when they come out into practice, they're, they're doing very similar things. That's really interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that, that that's an interesting one as well that's been helpful. And then the one of the other, um, I think, undervalued types of impacts that, that, that Prachy has had is because the infrastructure is already in place, it has allowed re really powerful research to be done really efficiently. And what that's meant is that we've been able to support a numerous PhD students to use Prachy to conduct their PhD research. And those PhD students are all complementary medicine practitioners by and large. Oh, right. And so we have complementary medicine practitioners who are doing research that is truly matters to them and truly benefits the profession and has actual impact, has quite far ranging impacts because of the, the ease at which they've been able to recruit and collect the data and, and those kinds of things. And what that's allowed is that the, those PhD students have come out with really strong skills, really strong publications, been quite competitive to, to keep working in academia and therefore keep producing research that, that matters to their profession. And we wouldn't have been able to do that without Prachy. Hmm. It, it makes it more cost effective. It makes it more efficient for them. And it means that, that our profession is not just benefiting from the actual research they produce, but benefiting from having more and more trained practitioners who are research skilled to produce research into the future mm. so it we will continue to reap the benefits of the opportunities that Prachy has presented to the profession in that alone mm. well shared thank you Amy um, we also one of um, our PhD students from Arkham undertook a study involving Prachy and she was one who, who surveyed patients about their um, their experiences of patient-centered care and, and empowerment and, um, and that was a really great study because it actually found, it looked at five different complementary medicine professions of which uh, naturopathy, acupuncture, massage were in there. Mm. And um, they found that the, the, there was a much higher rating of patient-centered care, empathy and empowerment across those complementary medicine professions 
compared to for, for the individuals who were also seeing a doctor when they rated their doctor on those those levels they were much higher on some complementary medicine professions and naturopaths actually rated the highest out of all of the complementary medicine professions mm-hmm. as providing that now that's a really important finding and we've been able to use that to submit to um to the government in submissions, um, I've assisted some of our professional associations with submissions to the government on, like they've just recently re- introduced the National Preventative Health Strategy and, and they provided um, opportunity for stakeholder contributions. So we were able to use that evidence to say, if you're trying to provide a patient-centered experience that actually supports preventative health and it educates patients to take better care of themselves, we have evidence that naturopaths are doing it better than anybody else. Wow, that's you know, brilliant. And, yeah, yeah. So, that, and that that was all. The thing is, all of those studies, they they have their own impacts and and value, uh, but they were all completely contingent on the the contribution of the, of those practitioners who have stepped up and mm. and been involved. And some of those studies have just involved completing a fifteen or twenty minute survey. Some of them have been, you know, being on the phone for an hour and completing an interview. Others have been like handing out invitations to their, their patients to be involved in the studies themselves. You know, so there's varying levels of, of, of involvement. But the, one of the best things about Pracky is that the way that we have it set up is that by signing into Pracky, you sign into being open to being contacted mm. to be involved in a, in a study. But each sub-study that comes through, you... Um, you have the option to to be involved or not, depending on your interest in the topic, on your availability at the time, um, the the potential burden it might have. Like if you feel like it's not practical in your clinical setting to be giving out handouts to your patients for whatever reason, there you have all of the opportunities to opt in or opt out of every single research um, study that's conducted through Pracky. But if you're not in Pracky, you don't find out about them. Yes, yes, yeah, good point, good point. So what are the next steps for Pracky? Well, we're relaunching it. So it went into we went into a bit of a stagnant phase for a, a couple of years. Um, we've just ported it across from um, Endeavour College of Natural Health. It used to be jointly managed by Endeavour and UTS, and um, now that Endeavour is no longer conducting research, they've um, we've taken that all on, and we've sort of gone through this process of porting it all across, and then we've gone through a massive revamp of of really strengthening the data collection process, the systems. Um, and we're best just about to to go through a full relaunch of it now. So we're going to be sending invitations out to all of our existing pracking members to say if you still want to be involved, sign sign on. Um, and just, we're going to be letting the rest of the practitioner we are letting the rest of the practitioner community know that if they want to be involved, we'd love to have their their um, contributions. It doesn't cost them anything mm-hmm. except a little bit of time. So it's there's a survey that you complete, and that's so that we can help to target our invitations to some clinicians like such as the ones that um, the study on cardiovascular illness, we, um, uh, we we particularly targeted the people who said they frequently treat cardiovascular illness in their clinics to kind of capture that, that clinician expertise. And so we've got a whole bunch of, of it's, it's, it's a fairly short survey, but we have a survey that helps to capture, you know, what their, um, their practice location might be like, or if they're with other people in their practice, um, the sorts of conditions they might treat, the sort of populations so they treat a lot of children or elderly or whatever that might be, and also the sort of treatments they might use. Are they more frequently using herbal medicines or nutritionals or do they use hydrotherapy or mm. whatever that mix might be? And so we captured that information and we use that and we do also publish paper from that data. So it's not just used for that per- for the purpose of um, 
of filtering, but the primary purpose of it is so that when a, a research sub-study is proposed to the, the um, committee, we're able to only approach the people who it is actually most relevant to. So the other practice members don't get bombarded with inquiries that aren't really relevant to them in their practice. Mm, good point. And so how can practitioners get involved? As I said, it's super easy. We're going to be um, sending out information. You've probably seen some already yep. um, going out through multiple platforms. Um, and all they need to do is click on the link on for that, that survey, consent to be involved and fill out their um, information out of the survey. They'll be asked to provide their, their personal contact information at the end. And we have to be able to have that linked back to their responses to the survey so that when we ask, searching through the information to find the appropriate people we know who that is. Mm. So they'll be provided that survey information and they can just complete that. And it should only take about 10 or 15 minutes to complete. Okay. And there's a second stage to the survey that they can also complete, which is another 10 or 15 minutes, but they can do them separately. Mm. And which platforms um, would might uh, practitioners see this being um, promoted? Uh, we've got a Pracky Facebook page, um, okay. then certainly the Arkham Facebook page as well, and we've got Arkham Twitter Yep. accounts um, and we'll be sharing it through as many other your professional associations might send something out to you as well so we've a number of professional associations have agreed to support um, some of this information so you should might receive some information from them as well so unless you're hiding under a rock hopefully you'll see this yes uh, yeah <laughs> you'll, if you haven't seen it yet you should see it soon oh fantastic well amy thank you so much for um sharing information about the the relaunch of Pracky and what a what a brilliant project and and gift to our profession as well as wider community thanks so much jackie it's so exciting to um i'll tell you this is one of the, my passion projects i love being involved in it and i love the opportunity it has to really work with clinicians to make sure that the research we produce matters to them and is useful to them. So um, it makes me happy. Mm, fantastic. Well, thanks for tuning in today, this episode today. We appreciate your support and feel free to leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you. Mm -hmm.